Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're going to go to Greg Amzinger, MLB Network, one of our best buddies, product of the Lindenwood University and... Of course, a product of St. Louis and a Cardinal fan, and we will defer the first question for Greg to Alexa. Greg, good to hear from you, man. I heard there's something going on with your roof, and I heard it was a reason, not an excuse, for your tardiness today. What's going on, buddy? Uh, So, Alexa, it's great to hear your voice. I'm so proud (laughs) of all of the great things you're doing. uh, I'm just going to say this to the children that are listening right now on their way to school, possibly. Don't ever grow up. Please just stay a child forever. I did not know that if you're going to get a new roof, you have to move everything that's around your house. So these guys showed up and they're like, hey, you got to get your grill out of the way. Hey, you got to get this potted plant out of the way. So I'm like, I got to be on the radio in St. Louis in like three minutes. They're like, well, then it's all going to get damaged. So I had to run around my house. And I didn't even, my hair isn't even done, Alexa. The people going to snap photos. So I'm all stressed out. All stressed out. Hey, Greg, there's two things that people don't mess with for you and me and many gentlemen in the world. Don't mess with my golf clubs. Don't mess with my grill. <laughs> and for me, my hair. Oh, now, no so, I'm not kidding. My kids have never touched my hair. Like that, not even my children are allowed to touch my hair. And it was like when I was when I was single, and and that was like a major like flaw. Like you know, some women would be like, "Oh, he didn't hold the door for me, right?" Well, she like went and touched my hair out of nowhere. It's over. So I am happily married to a woman that understands the rules of my life. So you're right. Golf clubs, grill, and for me, it's my hair. I'm with you. It's a good point. This is why I don't own a home, too. Unforeseen costs. Yeah, right. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, just so many responsibilities in life. Television is so much easier, Alexa. So much easier. Don't grow up. I love that. Good advice. Hey, Greg, let's talk a little bit about the Hall of Fame, because you got Scott Rowland inducted. Uh, obviously, you spent some years with the Cardinals, won a World Series with them. What do you say to the haters who say Scott Rowland is not a Hall of Famer? Oh, man, it's too bad because you're not appreciating one of the best all-around players in the game. Uh, You know, look, not everyone is comparable. You can't compare Scott Rowland to Carlos Beltran. You you can't compare Scott Rowland to, in modern-day, Manny Machado. People like to to, to watch people and all the flashiness. Scott Rowland was one of the best two-way players the game's ever seen. Eight gold gloves at third base, and it was a dominant defensive performance when he was winning these gold gloves, he was by far the best third baseman. Now, my good friend Harold Reynolds and I like to argue all the time. He says if Scott Rowland's a Hall of Famer, then Aramis Ramirez has to be a Hall of Famer. Now, if you go back and you look at the numbers, Aramis Ramirez's 162 average is almost 30 home runs and over 100 RBIs, okay? 
And Aramis Ramirez was a run producer. But Aramis Ramirez, while he wasn't a defensive liability at third base, and I'm not saying Aramis shouldn't have a second look, he was off the ballot like Jim Edmonds quickly. I think that was unjust. But he wasn't the defender of Scott Rowland. And, and, and these gold gloves, they matter. It, it, it's an accolade. That it's, on your, it's in your obituary, okay, let alone your Hall of Fame plaque. You're looking at one of the best all-around players at his position, Scott Rowland, who is admired. We had Walt Jockety on our show yesterday on MLB Tonight. And the reason I wanted Walt on, Walt traded for this Hall of Famer not once but twice for all the reasons I'm explaining to you. And while not every Hall of Famer has the flame of being the fame of being flashy, because you know Scott Rowland wasn't doing a somersault on the home like Ozzie Smith, he put the bat down after he hit a home run. And sometimes I think if Lance Berkman would have pimped a home run every time he hit one and jumped up and down and throw through his helmet, maybe Lance Berkman would be in the Hall of Fame too. We shouldn't have uh, flamboyance help someone's fame get into the Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland grabbed his lunch pail, did it every day, and I think he is well, well worthy of heading to Cooperstown. Greg, did anybody that did not make it this year bother you? Yes, yes. I mean, come on, what are we doing with Todd Elton? Why? I mean, he's going to get it next year. But that's my problem with the electorate. Because it's the same group every year, it's a slow drip. So it's not like... I didn't expect Todd Elton to get in. I expected what happened to happen. Now, 20% is, is a faster drift than normal. He went up 20%. Why are we punishing people for ridiculous reasons? Well, you know, Edgar Martinez didn't play defense. I don't know. Well, it's a position that was created by the sport to be a designated hitter. Edgar Martinez was the best that ever did it. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Ah, Billy Wagner, mm, not a thousand innings. I don't know. Wait a minute, 15 years in the big leagues, 11.9K per nine, and it was his job to get three outs, not five outs, not six outs. I know Goose Gossage threw three innings, but Billy Wagner was told, you're only getting three outs. Why are we punishing him for a role that was created in the game? And, and I'm sorry, Todd Helton. We're punishing Todd Helton because he was drafted by the Colorado Rockies and he played all 17 years for one of the 30 franchises in the sport. What common sense? Is that makes no sense why we're punishing this guy. He is a Hall of Famer. He should have been elected in with Scott Rowland, but his day will come next year. And by the way, I hope that the success of Nolan Arenado away from Colorado will help a great hitter like Todd Helton because a lot of people wondered whether or not Nolan was a product of being up in the altitude, and obviously he's as good a hitter now as he was there. And I hope people recognize that Todd Helton, it didn't matter. If Todd Helton would have played for the Cardinals and played first base, he would have been a Hall of Fame quality player. I agree, I agree. But I, got, I have to ask the two of you this question. Are you okay with Jeff Kent not being elected in 10 years on the ballot, Jeff Kent not in the Hall of Fame? Are you both okay with that? I was talking about this with Randy earlier. This was my I'm sick of it for our show today. The gatekeeping that we do to keep players out of the Hall of Fame makes absolutely no sense to me, Greg. You want to walk down the halls and have the halls be empty? What's the point? How are we not celebrating baseball more? We love this sport more than some people love their own children. Yet they're not willing to let guys in that have 
brought them so much joy throughout their entire lives and who are just as successful as other guys who are already in the hall. It makes zero sense to me. If Jeff Kent would have been a nice guy, he would be in. Would have been in easily. But because right. he said, I want to leave baseball with no friends, there's this perception, oh, he, he was a jerk, which he was, probably still is. But you have to vote on the production of the player. He was the most productive offensive second baseman in the history of the game. I am bewildered by the people that did not vote for him. I, I just can't figure out how you could not vote for a second baseman that hit, what, 377 home runs? Uh, it, it, it's preposterous. So here's the, here's the crazy part, all right? Working at MLB Network, hosting the Hall of Fame show for this is my 14th year. I just did it. I have not met anyone that doesn't vote for Jeff Kent. I, I, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> he didn't get 50%. I've been dying to get somebody on one of our shows to talk to me why they don't vote for Jeff Kent. But every single person I know in the sport, they all sound like the two of you. So where are these people hiding? What did Jeff Kent do to these people? He didn't get 50% a couple days ago on his final year on the writer's ballot. It's bananas to me. Now, what Alexis said, I will, I will, I will disagree a little bit, okay? I, I'm not a big Hall guy. I'm not a let's not vote anybody in for three years kind of guy. But what we're doing right now, the swirl of why isn't this guy getting in? Why is it so hard? It's kind of it's, it's a good thing for this sport. I know it doesn't doesn't make sense, but it's like being in a relationship with somebody and you never argue. We've never argued once. How long have you been together? Five years. That's probably not a good relationship. That's not a real one. I'm sorry. that The NFL, everybody gets in, okay? You're getting at least six in every year. Okay. Am I really watching that induction ceremony? Eh. But when Burt Blylevin finally gets in after 15 years on the ballot and his mom doesn't live to see him go in, you know he's going to have something to say to the writers when he have, has his speech. It is tough to get into this Hall of Fame. That's why I think it, it's the best Hall of Fame of all the pro sports. The pageantry, Cooperstown's a special place. I do like that. I'm just upset with the egregious omissions. And Jeff Kent, to me, is one of the top five most egregious omissions in the Hall of Fame. Okay, so you're a little bit more of a gatekeeper than I am, which I do appreciate. I mean, listen, this is part of what we get paid for to have these debates, so it benefits us. Let me throw this at you, Greg. Jordan Walker, future first ballot Hall of Famer for not only the Cardinals for the for the for the for Major League Baseball for the Hall of Fame when he is eligible. Jordan Walker is first things first, okay? Uh, when you look at him from a scouting perspective, we've got our top 100 prospect show that's going to be debuting tonight on MLB Network. He will be in that show. He is what a future Hall of Famer looks like. He's got all the physical tools that you can dream on. But I've said this, and we have said this, about many other terrific talents over the years. You can go back to Pete Incavelia, who was hitting more home runs than college teams. And when he debuted with the Phillies, we were dreaming on 50 home runs a season. We said the same thing about Jason Hayward when he hit a home run in one of his first at-bats in the Atlanta Braves. Welcome to this show, which is what Chip Carey said. And now Chip Carey's been calling that in St. Louis, which is great news for Cardinal fans. He's an immense talent. But we dreamt on guys that were can't miss before. It's the mental grind of 162 that separates the great minor league players, the great high school and college players 
from Hall of Famers. And the guys that make the hard look easy, what does that mean? When you're in an 0-for-21 slump, are you snowballing between the years? Because that's why Scott Rowland's in the Hall of Fame. He didn't do that. That's why Albert Pujols is going to be in the Hall of Fame. He didn't do that. The Hall of Famers are Hall of Fame Hall of Famers from a mentality standpoint. And we have to wait. That, 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 that is, you have to sit back and let these kids play because they may have been in pressure situations before in their baseball careers, but it's nothing like game four, bases loaded, two outs, what do you do in a postseason series? So uh, it remains to be seen what Jordan Walker is about to do. Greg, one last thing. We're talking this morning about who we're intrigued about seeing in spring training, but because the Cardinals right fielder, Newt Barr, left fielder, O'Neill are going to be in the World Baseball Classic, along with Goldie, Arenado, Edmund, Michaelis, Wainwright. There are going to be a lot of at-bats in spring training for people that ordinarily wouldn't get them, aside from Walker, who we just talked about. And this includes Paul DeYoung, by the way. Who are you intrigued about seeing in spring training that you wouldn't have been able to see had there not been a WBC this year? Well, I, I think this guy was going to get at-bats anyway. Uh, but Mason Wynn, to me, is a guy that I, I can't wait to see play in the big leagues. Uh, the Cardinals did not go get a shortstop for a reason, because they believe in their system, which is they're going to spend smart, smart money when they need to, a la Goldschmidt and Arenado. Uh, they're going to trade certain assets to get certain players when they need them. But if you're one of the creme de la creme young players in their farm system that they drafted and developed, they're holding on to you, and they're going to make sure you get a shot in the big league. So I can't wait to see this kid who can throw 100 miles an hour flat-footed. How is he bouncing around? Because you have to believe, and it all goes back between the years, okay? Mm-hmm. He was sitting back knowing this free agent class and shortstops was historically talented. For this kid to sit there at home wondering, watching MLB tonight, you know, blowhards like Greg Amster, you go, they, they need to go get Trey Turner. They need to go get all these great shortstops that are available. And the Cardinals not make a move and tell him, no, you're our future guy. We're not going to go get these, pay these guys. You're our guy. I can't wait to see the swagger and confidence that Mason Wynn brings to spring training because from everything I'm being told, from John Mozeliak on down, everyone in his front office, they think he's the truth. They think he's the next star player. Everyone's talking about Jordan Walker. But let's watch what Mason Wynn does when he shows up to spring training because he's going to put on a show. What was the highlight of your long weekend in St. Louis? Oh, I had a great time. I really did. Uh, my dear friend, he's pretty banged up, man. It's tough to watch our friends, A, get older. I mean, the gray hair is just falling out of these guys. Yeah, Unbelievable. Well, trust me, um, I know. And, and yeah, <laughs> man, he used to look great, man. And I get to hang out with you, which is always like a must. I got to hang out with my guy, Randy. Because, Alexa, it's weird. You know, people at MLB Network, they boost me up. No one tells me that I stink in life, right? But no one makes me feel like a rock star more than Randy Carey. So I <laughs> love hanging out with him. He just, I mean, I, I, I stick my chest out even further. I had a great time hanging out at my alma mater with all my buddies. I, it was a great time. I love going back to St. Louis, as you all know. Finally, tell the guys up on the roof, don't drop anything that touches the hair. <laughs> I got a hard hat on right now. <laughs> in my bedroom. Good play. In my bedroom. You guys are awesome. Have a great day, brother. You're the best. See you later. See you. Take care. Take care. Love you, Greg. That's uh, the great Greg Amzinger joining us on 101 ESPN. And he said uh, the, the top prospects list starts tonight on MLB Network.